That was the Sunday Escape. See ya. RTHK, the news at one with Tom Warden. The top stories. Hong Kong people are making the most of a Lunar New Year holiday without most COVID restrictions for the first time in three years. The chief secretary says officials are working towards scrapping coronavirus tests and quotas for travel to and from the mainland. And the financial chief says he's still on the fence and listening to arguments on whether to hand out more spending vouchers. Hong Kong people are making the most of the abolition of most COVID relief measures to take part in tradition, traditional Lunar New Year holiday activities. Violet Wong has details. For the first time in three years, people can throw offerings onto the famous wishing trees outside the temple in Taipo and make wishes for the year of the rabbit. Some people say they hope COVID will soon be gone and that they won't have to wear a mask anymore. Others are hoping for a better economy this year. A stall owner who sells offerings said business should be good as there are many more visitors this year now that most COVID restrictions are lifted. Overnight, many people headed to the Wong Taisin Temple to make incense offerings to ring in the year of the rabbit. People said they were happy they could actually go to the temple for the ritual instead of watching the ceremony in a webcast like in the past two years. An elderly woman said she'd first visited the temple to see in the new lunar year as a little girl and had made a habit of doing so ever since. She says she hopes COVID will soon be a thing of the past and that there will be jobs for everyone this year. The Chief Secretary, Eric Chan, says the government is looking to scrap the COVID testing requirement for people travelling to the mainland as well as the cap on the number of people who can cross the border. The minister says Hong Kong is in a good position to further normalise travel with the mainland as the caseload remains stable and officials from both sides of the border are liaising closely on the matter. I understand that people will think that to do the PCR test is not that convenient. And even in some uh, areas, they have to queue up for uh, quite some time. So our target is to cancel this arrangement and uh, eventually then there's quota free and also the uh, no need to do any uh, testing before going to mainland China or mainland uh, mainland China coming to Hong Kong. Uh, This is our uh, ultimate target. But Mr. Chan says there is no timetable to scrap mandatory mask wearing, saying wearing a mask is the most effective way to protect against COVID. The financial secretary, Paul Chan, says Hong Kong people will have to wait a little longer to discover whether they'll get another spending voucher handout for the year of the rabbit. Speaking on commercial radio, Mr. Chan said he was still listening to views ahead of next month's budget. He says he hopes to provide relief for grassroots people while keeping up the momentum of economic growth in the mid to long term. However, Mr. Chan says he's still pondering a new round of consumption vouchers. We have been listening to people's views. We have hosted many consultation sessions and people's opinions vary. Some people support it, but some others are against initiatives like the consumption vouchers. Of course, some parties support the idea, but in closed-door consultation, some parties told us not to do it. They're worried that it would put too much pressure on the government's finances. The personal lawyer of Joe Biden has revealed that six more classified documents have been found in the president's home in Delaware. The White House says it is continuing to cooperate with the investigation by a special counsel appointed earlier this month. Similar documents were previously found at a former private office used by Mr. Biden in Washington and in his garage. 
David Smith is the Washington bureau chief for Britain's Guardian newspaper. It's not a great look, is it? Um, and uh, at least part of the problem here has been communications. Instead of uh, just making a single announcement and getting this out of the way, it's been uh, a fiasco of uh, revelation after revelation, drip by drip. And just, just when you think, OK, the search is over and we have all the classified documents, uh, more of them turn up. And to the weather, mainly cloudy, one or two rain patches at first. Sunny intervals in the afternoon with a maximum temperature of around 20 degrees. Coastal mist at night. Moderate east to northeasterly winds. Outlook milder during the day on the second day of the Lunar New Year with one or two rain patches in the morning and at night. The temperature now is 22 degrees with the humidity at 73%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past one. A memorial service has been held in Ukraine for the former Interior Minister Denis Monastirsky and six other senior officials who were killed in a helicopter crash earlier this week. The seven coffins lay draped in the blue and yellow flags of Ukraine at a cultural centre in Kiev. A tearful President Zelensky was among those paying their respects. It's painful to think about it. It's painful to talk about it now. Dennis was a professional, genuine person, exactly what the Minister of Internal Affairs should be. Every day we lose people whom we will always remember and regret that we cannot bring back. Officials are still investigating the cause of the crash. Peru's Ministry for Tourism has said that more than 400 tourists have been evacuated from Machu Picchu. They were left stranded at the famous Inca Citadel because it had been closed due to anti-government protests. The BBC's Dan Collins is in the capital, Lima. The area in which it is in, Cusco, is one of the major areas which is experiencing the unrest, which has gripped Peru for the last six weeks. The shutting down of Machu Picchu, which is the number one tourist attraction in the country, uh, will have a massive impact. Uh, there were something like four million jobs linked to tourism. But the main reason is that most tourists who visit the country, something like 90%, visit on a first time, visit Machu Picchu. And if they can't visit Machu Picchu, then according to statistics, they won't visit Peru. So that will have a huge impact. To sport, and there's been a major surprise at the Australian Open this morning. Top seed Iges Ruatek crashed out with a 6-4, 6-4 defeat to the Wimbledon champion Elena Rybakina. Earlier, fourth seed Caroline Garcia fought back to defeat Laura Sigmund. All through to round four, the fifth seed Arena Sabalenka and twelfth seed Belinda Bencic. Sabalenka says she's now clear on what she needs to do in the second week of the slam. I just have to stay the same because before in the second week I remember I was getting nervous I was overthinking overdreaming you know and I really believed and believed that the only one thing was missing is that I was too emotional on court I really believe if uh, I'm going to stay the same like mindset the same calm on court I really believe that I can get it in the NFL the Kansas City Chiefs are one game away from the Super Bowl after beating the Jacksonville Jaguars despite an injury to star quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes spent time on the sidelines being treated for an ankle injury before leading, returning to lead a 75-yard touchdown drive in the second half to secure a 27-20 victory. I mean, I'm not coming out of a playoff game unless they take me out, and so uh, I'm just going to play. I, I love this, this sport too much. I love this game. Uh, I love playing with my teammates and being able to go out there and, and enjoy it together, and, we're, and we, we're, we prepare all year to be in the playoffs and to play in these games, and 
Um, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to get back in the game. And, I mean, it's it's something that uh, I just love competing in this sport. And uh, pain is pain, and you got to deal with it either way. In the NFC, the top-seeded Philadelphia Eagles cut the New York Giants down to size, winning 38-7. to In English football's Premier League, Newcastle United extended their unbeaten run to a club-record 15 top-flight games with their third goalless draw against Crystal Palace this season. Newcastle boss Eddie Howe felt that it was a frustrating match. A lot of half-chance moments, uh, presentable opportunities, uh, really good positions where we didn't quite get a final ball right. So it was a frustration for the team. I can sense that after the game. But, um, you know, we've got high expectations of ourselves. So, But I'm proud that we were ourselves and we passed the ball very well at times. Newcastle went third in the table on goal difference ahead of Manchester United. World-famous entertainers will perform at Windsor Castle near London as part of a weekend of celebrations to mark the coronation of King Charles. Here's the BBC's Nicholas Witchell. All the Palace has said about Coronation Day itself is that there will be a procession from Buckingham Palace to take the King and Queen Consort to Westminster Abbey and another procession to take them back to the Palace where they'll make an appearance on the Palace balcony. The next day, Sunday the 7th of May, there'll be the Coronation Big Lunch, an opportunity for street parties. And then in the evening, the Coronation Concert at Windsor Castle. Finally, on Monday the 8th of May, the Big Help Out will take place, a day when people across the UK will be encouraged to volunteer to support their local communities. To end the news, the top stories once again. Hong Kongers are making the most of a Lunar New Year holiday without most COVID restrictions for the first time in three years. The Chief Secretary says officials are working towards scrapping coronavirus tests and quotas for travel to and from the mainland. And the financial chief says he's still on the fence and listening to arguments on whether to hand out more spending vouchers. And that's the news from RTHK. Radio 3, live on the web, rthk.org.hk. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. And a new experience. You got a beautiful team. You got beautiful skin. You got a beautiful face. You got taste.
Welcome along to the Chinese New Year of the Rabbit. It's the first Sunday afternoon session. Simon Wilson keeping you company all the way through until four. Coming up between now and four, we got the usual mix, a few quirky stories, we'll check out the birthday file, see what happened this day in history, and of course, playing your Chinese New Year requests. Let's have a look and see what is going on. We're three days away from Burns Nate, 13 days until the Grammys. Go wet leg! Oh, and 24 days till Valentine's Day, and 67 till the Hong Kong Sevens. Making it 339 till Christmas. Time to start shopping. 346 till we greet 2024. What is happening? It is the first day of the Lunar New Year. Chinese New Year of the Wabbit, no less. It's also Franco-German Day, which celebrates economic, political, social and cultural cooperation between European neighbours, France and Germany. 